Good morning. Welcome to the Benefit Podcast, episode number 30. And apologies for not releasing one last week. It was one of those one of those crazy, crazy busy weeks, but very, very positive busy. So all good. Um, and I'm actually recording this today. So when this goes out on Friday, I will have recorded this actually on the day for once, which is um, another little rarity. I've just been for a nice walk. It's looking a bit nicer today. It was a little bit more overcast yesterday, but a bit brighter, brighter blue sky. So fingers crossed it's going to be a nice, a nice day and a nice weekend. I hope everyone's got something good to look forward to. Today, I wanted to uh, to just jump on. Actually, first, I'm going to apologise if you hear like lots of knocking and banging. It's because I think there's people doing work either side of us. So, yeah, if there's a bit of a bit of sort of knocking and banging, I apologise. It's not me. It's it's to do with the neighbours having having work done. So, hopefully, that doesn't distract too much. But um, today's podcast, I just wanted to have a little bit of a, a discussion around food choices and the reason that I the reason I thought this would be quite a useful one is for a couple of reasons I think one because there's there's a lot of stuff that gets like glamorized on social media when it comes to particular foods or that certain foods are in some way better or worse for you subject to whatever your goal might be you know certain foods that are better for fat loss or better for building muscle and and you know one of the things that I think is worth worth noting and something again that I talk about a lot is that you know there really aren't any any like good or bad foods you know what what you eat is it all serves a purpose you know yes there are more nutrient dense foods and like less nutrient dense foods some that are very calorie dense some that aren't so there are different types of food but that doesn't mean that anything is inherently good or, or bad so that's probably the place to start but the key I think here and one of the things that is perhaps it, and, and actually there's probably two there's probably two key factors that for for most people and this you know this to an extent will, will be subject to like what it is you're looking to achieve where you are in your journey time frames etc etc but for most people for you know, a, a lot of, you know, what I would consider like general population, the two biggest factors when it comes to eating, when it comes to, you know, like creating a plan for nutrition, a diet, if you wish, when it comes to creating those things, particularly, and, and I'm going to focus primarily here on fat loss, because that's typically what I work with, with most people to achieve. When it comes to fat loss, the the two the two biggest elements are enjoyment because it's in the enjoyment of those foods that you're going to be most consistent so it's the enjoyment of the food and also the satiation satiation element so how full do those foods make you and the reason that those two things are so key are as i say primarily because those are the things that are going to help you be most consistent and you know when we when we are in that fat loss process and again this is sometimes i think something that people almost can forget or not want to think about too much like the very very nature of what we're doing here is like intentionally 
providing your body with less energy than it uses in a day, a week, you know, whatever that period of time is, we're intentionally creating that calorie deficit, that energy deficit. Naturally, what that is going to lead to, to a certain extent, and the extent to which it will lead to it obviously depends on many, many factors, but that is naturally going to create some degree of hunger. So if we can have foods within the diet that help to manage that hunger, i.e. foods that help you to feel fuller for longer, that's going to be a big, big factor again in, in you know, re- really in helping you stay on track because we all know how difficult it can be. Like if you're you know, if, if you're eating a lot of foods that really don't fill you up, you can't eat a lot of them because you know your calories are at a certain level and you're trying to stick to that certain level of calories. If you're eating a lot of foods that really don't fill you up, you, you're just going to feel constantly hungry. And that is going to make the whole process so much more difficult because you'll be forever tempted to reach for something, to have a little bit more of something. And, and all of those little somethings will all add up over time to potentially create, you know, like to, to lead to you not being in that deficit. So, you know, when I'm talking about these kind of foods, you know, like I said, it depends on exactly what it is because you do then have to balance that up against enjoyment. And that certainly doesn't mean that, you know, you, you, you can only eat whatever. You know, obviously you'll hear people talk about like, you know, chicken, rice and broccoli is very much the, the, the bodybuilder staple. And, you know, that stuff absolutely works. So I'm, I'm certainly not knocking it. I did it for years. But I think there's also an element of, like creating variety and creating enjoyment within food. So, you know, probably see a lot of stuff on online at the moment where, you know, people will eat a lot of things like cereal or Nutella or whatever these things might be like. And and they're, you know, they're great, they're fun, they're enjoyable foods. And that's fine that, that, you know, like I've said at the very beginning, that doesn't mean that you can't have these foods All I would say is just think about how full you're going to be after having had them. Because if, you know, for me personally, like if I wolf down a bowl of cereal, I'm probably going to be hungry within half an hour, an hour afterwards. Whereas if I was to have something that was a bit more substantial, you know, and even, you know, that that cereal you might then make with, you might have like your your protein shake as the milk, for example, um, so, but you know, it's, it's not going to fill you up for very long is what I'm getting at. It's going to digest very quickly. And within, you know, half an hour, an hour, you're probably going to feel hungry again. Whereas the same level of, of calories and macros that might come from something that is a bit more substantial, whether that's, you know, some kind of meat, fish or plant-based protein source, plus rice, pasta, potatoes, you know, a, a, a fairly, again, a fairly substantial and voluminous carb source with perhaps some vegetables in there as well. So, you know, you're going to get some fiber, you're going to get some bulk within that food for very little calories. That meal is much, much more likely to keep you feeling fuller for longer. So as I say, I'm certainly not saying that you cannot have cereal. Like I use cereal with my clients, particularly, you know, for those clients who might train really quite late in the evening, they perhaps don't want to have something like a big, big meal. 
you know, because actually the thought of them going to bed on a really full stomach just isn't something that they want to do. So for them, actually having cereal works really well because they can have had the, you know, a lot of those those more substantial whole food meals throughout the day. And then actually, you know, they train, they have that bowl of cereal, it digests very quickly and they can go to bed, you know, on a, without feeling like, you know, they've got this big full stomach. Um, and other people who simply just, it might be a convenience thing, you know, or people who perhaps train really early in the morning and the thought of eating, you know, meat, fish, or whatever it might be at seven, eight, nine o'clock in the morning, again, might not be too appealing. So actually for them, feeling like they're having more of a breakfast food can work very well, you know? So that, that again is where that enjoyment factor, that lifestyle factor all comes into play. But I think I just wanted to, to really, you know, I guess just sort of highlight the point that it's, it's really just making sure that you're using food to your advantage, I think is the point. Um, you know, using food in a way that helps you towards your goal, you know, making sure that it's it's not leaving you feeling absolutely starving, you know. And, and you know, sometimes it's, it's easy to do sort of highlight these things in, in complete extremes, but, you know, if, if you had, say you're, you know, you're trying to get whatever you might be trying to get, 100 and, Let's, let, I'm going to make this easy. You're trying to get 150 grams of protein a day and 150 grams of carbs. We'll leave fats for the time being. Say you're trying to get 150 protein, 150 carb through your day. If you were to eat that solely from liquid protein, so protein shakes and cereal as your carb source, you, you know, you could do that very quickly within a couple of bowls, you know, a couple of bowls of cereal. And that, that's your entire day's worth of food consumed. And, and that really isn't gonna leave you feeling very satisfied versus, you know, splitting that food into, you know, three or four protein sort of servings that have come from, you know, from chicken, from fish, from plant-based sources, you know, maybe two or three carb-based meals that are coming from much, much more sort of substantial and voluminous foods, whether that is rice, pasta, potatoes, whatever it might be, you are going to feel much, much fuller, much, much better. And you know, you're also going to get all of the, the sort of micronutrition that goes along with that as well. And as I say, that's very much highlighting a, an extreme end of the scale. But just, you know, ne next time you are sort of thinking about what it is you're eating, thinking about the, the choices of food that you are having, it's always worth thinking about how, how much they are contributing to you being able to, uh, effectively, like essentially being able to stay on track, being able to be most consistent because, you know, as I will bleat on for you know, hours and hours and hours, consistency ultimately is where the, the you know, consistency and adherence are the, the two things that are going to get you results ultimately. You know, they're not necessarily the sexiest things to talk about. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not here to promise you results in, you know, seven days, like a lot of the, the, you know, the, I don't even know if we can call them celebs, the uh, Z-list celebs on the internet might guarantee you that kind of thing, but it's it's consistency, adherence, it's time, it's putting in the, into play these, these habits and these lifestyle changes that mean that you can, can be, you can be consistent over the long term, that you can actually think about this as genuine lifestyle change and, and not quick fix fad. So, 
I hope that's helped. I hope that's just given you a little bit of food for thought. Pardon the pun. Have an absolutely amazing weekend. I will hopefully be back again next week for another one. Keep these coming on a weekly basis. Please, please do you know, like, listen, share, comment, review. All of that stuff means the absolute world to me. And if anyone ever wants to ask me a question, at Ben Howard Fitness on pretty much all my socials, or you can email ben at benhowardfitness.com and I'll get back to every single one. Thanks, guys.